willkommen bei Buzzcast Tech Talk. Welcome to Buzzcast Tech Talk. Welcome to the Dev Talk on Friday again. Actually, last Friday we talked about the TypeScript for the the basic thing, like a basic variable, basic type or something. Before we go, we go to deep for the TypeScript, like a method, like a class or interface. We have to know which tool we can um, abandon the the module for JavaScript and output to the JS file. So today we have to talk again about Webpack. For today, actually. It's a episode one for Webpack. I will talk about why Webpack and the concepts, the core concepts of Webpack. Actually, it's a basic thing of the entry, the output, the loader, and plugin, and mode in the uh, mode in the Webpack like a production or development, and uh, talk about the browser com- compatibility. <laughs> Let's start with some job. Actually, front end devs for us, it, it just. JavaScript, CSS, and HTML, right? But now a lot of things coming. It's crazy. And do you guys want to be a backend? Oh, want to turn to frontend something? No, anyway, like I have to know something about frontend. You have to learn it because you use um, uh, sure. Drupal, right? Drupal, and make sure the, the next step uh, <laughs> is the React because many Hell-y. of the React Drupal use developers yeah. uh, now are using React. Mm-hmm. Webpack come from the React developer actually. They made it for React JS before and then now we use for everything. So let's start. What is um, Webpack? Webpack is a bundled system. Let's explain in the in the photo. If you see there we have JS file, many many of type of file, right? But we will uh, turn everything to a module and then pack it or bundle it and export only one file on JavaScript on the, for the production. And then, you know, you, you just only one request and then everything done. Huh? Yeah, they, they have a, they support a lot of files with the loader I will talk about later. Like, a, you can use a JavaScript require.cs or some, dot, uh, something or JSX, everything, and use the loader or the webpack to compile it to the ES6, ES6, uh, JavaScript, normal JavaScript that browser can read it. This is what they do for, like you see, uh, let's explain this one like a JavaScript and this is, this is a CSS, it's HTML, and we have a lot of things, right? Like a dependency, many, many files, a lot of files, and then we pack everything together. Like all the CSS, we pack it, all the HTML, all the uh, JavaScript, we pack it, right? And then it's the only one, one shape of the, the thing. This is a, just a, the last concept of them, too easy to explain, actually. It's not just the button, everything, actually, they can do is wash the file, like a cup, Right, wash the file, um, run the tasks, many many things they can do. So it's more extensive, uh, like than uh, Gulp, right? Yeah, so and it's so like a Gulp, the, the the ideology is the same. No, not the same actually. Gulp and Gulp and Webpack is completely not the same for the purpose. I will talk about it later. Okay. Then um, should I use Webpack? Actually, should we use Webpack or not? Um, if you are building a complex front-end application, right? It's like a, you have a lot of um, CSS file, SAS file, or the assets like an image or many things that change all the time, right? It's a lot in a big project, 
And then if you use Webpack, that's okay for you because Webpack will collect, collect everything, right? And then pack it on the one bundle file and you can use it in, in with a small small file. If we do another another thing, uh, it will be like a, a lot of requests. This one, we talk about bundle, not concat. You know concat? Bundle. Nah, bundle. Okay. If your application is very small, it's like a one block or portfolio or something, website, it's not make sense to use it actually. Like a, you have to do many things with Webpack and just a one page or something, that's not make sense to do the small one. Okay, then uh, let's talk about Gap. Gop. Gop. Okay. Actually, like I said before, Webpack is a bundle module, bundle uh, tool. So if you try to compare this one or the um, Gov, Rossify, even Grant, it's not the same. Stop to compare it because uh, there is in another way. I will talk in another slide. Before we go to the Webpack core and concept of them, um, did you guys know about the dependency graph, right? No? No, no one knows. It's like a, you have um, one plugin, right? It's like a slide, but this slide needs jQuery. You have to, this one you call jQuery again. And jQuery needs jQuery UI for swipe. Something like that. It's like a deep, 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 and then a lot of waste code there. Uh, for the dependency graph, if this car, they don't have engines, they cannot run, right? If the engine without fuel, cannot run too. It's a, like a, I have to do this one to make our life something like that. That's for dependency curve. Okay. So I will explain uh, the thing to uh, is different from growth and abundant thing. This is uh, the normal thing. That's an uh, old school, old style. I, I cannot say old school, but we can we still use it in at some point, right? So now we have import the script, right? Three file, that's mean three requests. And then we import, uh, we attach everything on file, right? Now we have a both and a grunt and versify or amazing. So what we do, we import this one, import this one, import this one, and then we concat it, amplify, and write to the file.js. What it is, and then we, we get the one file here, right? It's look like, it looks like it's good, right? So actually this one just quite the same with this, but just uh, make a request only one. But the size and the file and the code is the same. You know, just uh, make this, get it one first and get it one first, get it one first and continue it, and then only file, write to, but then we got a file. Here is a module export. This one has um, come with the ES5 already. It's like a module design in the JavaScript. And this one, browser not support for the UI and the module. This one, browser not support. This one, uh, the module too, browser not support. But if we write something like this, it's easy, right? We can separate the file version JS and app.js and then we require this one and we use this one. Like this one, use configured version because we add require from this one, like import. So this is a good thing. What the tool we should use is use it. ES6 need bubble, 
to uh, compile to the normal JavaScript and send to the browser. And then browser can read the code and execute the code there. So with this one, with the module model, it's easy to manage, it's easy to decide the pattern, and easy to, to come back and uh, config while we looking about Webpack. What about Versusify, Grunt, and Gov? Yeah. First, first thing, uh, Grunt, Gov, is only to for working with the file, with the files, is they have no concept for the dependency graph. This one, you uh, for the de dependency graph, you have to, I think, to Google more. It's um, many things I cannot wrap it in the one day. So they're working at the file. What what I mean? I mean it. They collect that file, collect that file, and put it together. Just you know, just okay. I have this one. I take this one, I have this one, I take it one, take it, take this, and then make it in one file. And that's it. Imagine if Grant, uh, oh no, sorry, if the full page JS, for example, need jQuery, right? We already import jQuery, but they still grab the jQuery from the dependency of the, the full page JS. That's something you miss there. Grant and Gov is an automated tool to watch the file or do something automate than us that we don't want to do by myself, like SaaS or something. And Webpack can do it too. I will not talking about this one anymore, okay? Let's go to the point. First, let's see the highlights of the Webpack. This is a import, uh, important thing and the, the best thing for the JavaScript module and Webpack. This access elimination. This, you guys know about this one? No? Okay. So it means uh, if I do, uh, let's do something here. Sorry, I thought I already did. Um, this one. So what the meaning of the dead access? You see the dead example, right? You have a function and you call it somewhere. You call it somewhere. And then you have a variable a equal one. Variable b equal to if a equal one, you will return a, right? And so now, what about b? This one will be um, killed by um, module or and the webpack we call the dependency graph. So when when we compile this one, this one will not include because it's it's already return a. It's a, the concept, small concept of of this one. You can imagine all the code, like a jQuery code or something, they will have a lot of uh, variables like this, right? And we don't put it to the code and it make your files really small. Example in the Angular 2 or something, when you build a production, right, the file is really small, like a one megabyte or something. Okay? Yeah. This one, cost speed thing, uh, for example, in JFI, we want to use in your component, actually, let's say the component, in your component, directory and you have one file series for this file only for this uh, cache only you just use require or import the CS file and Webpack you grab only that file and do it for com uh, compile it to JavaScript to be a style this <coughs> strain uh, compile series to JavaScript and button it in the one JS file but they have the loader to compile it that means when you build your project you have only one file you don't have the image, the image we talk later, you don't have the cs.cs anymore, then you include only one file. But you have to, to think how can manage this one. It's a good thing, they have a bad thing for sure. Sometimes it's good for this project, sometimes it's not good for this project. This is, we should decide after. You can control how access are proceeds. If you have the image, 
it's really small image, right? 1K or 2K image, you can uh, the configuration file, okay, this file, uh, if this site, if this image is smaller than uh, whatever site you want, and then we'll convert to base 64 and put it to the JavaScript file and bundle it. And if it's too big for this file, you just leave it uh, outside the JS file, and Webpack will create the link for your image and hash the the name of the image. If this one is good for production, you know. Stable production deploys follow from this one. You can accidentally deploy the code with image missing or outdated style. What that means? If you are set on the configuration for build in the separate file, not only one uh, JS file, like a, you have another JS file build, and then you have the image to be, but you don't want to encode it to base. 64, right? And it's outside of the file. Webpack will build it and uh, put the, the hash uh, number, grab everything to the disk folder. Only this folder that you want to upload to the server. This one is, so it's prevent this one instantly deployed, right? Sometimes we, we put the link to the image and then we forgot to upload image. But this one we upload, uh, upload only this folder, like a, JavaScript with the, uh, like Angular, like Ludo, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, we upload only this file and build that sound. Next is a dev server. So this one I will talk uh, in another episode because it's many things to do. Just explain first, Webpack is come with the built-in dev server. What does it mean? It's like a browser thing or Docker. It's like a, you know, you can exit at local home. But if you work with the backend, okay, Back in for now, um, you can use this one. Can use this one to test. And actually, they, we can config on the config file when you uh, run a dev server. It will be changed for you. And they have two uh, two mode to config. It's hot hot mode and uh, live mode. Hot mode it means every time you build, it will rehashing the the file name. This is the good because. It will create a cache from your browser too because the, the file name is changed, right? Like I say, there's some image. And uh, the live, the right live reload, it does mean every time you save it, you reload the page. Huh? It's like a easy to think about a processing <laughs> save and reload, save and reload. Okay, this is a long story. I think I have to. Everyone wants to break? <laughs> After this one, we will talk about the, the concepts of the Webpack. For the first part, any question? Yeah. Actually, uh, the slide before, um, I talking about it, just like uh, what Webpack doing, the benefit or something. But now we go to the Webpack. We forgot so, everything before. Like, it has more um, possibilities to, to do something than Gulf, yes. right? Yes. Gulf? So much more extensive yeah. than Gulf. Actually, if you still compare it with Gulf, like I said before, this one is a uh, used graph, dependency graph to manage all the dependency file, but Gov, they don't have it. They just take the file, whatever they can, and then make it in one file. So like the, the graph the dependencies, like more structured way of yeah. uh, building the dependencies. Yeah. And this one is um, for the Webpack review. Um, the concept of dependency graph is a bit long, <laughs> this one. Yeah, it's like, a you know, you already import this one, it will not import anymore. You know, it's just like a, okay, full page JS needs um, jQuery, right? 
Another plug in is jQuery. They they will import it in there. Like a required ones. In what about the version? The version? Yeah. If you use you can with NPMs with different uh, jQuery versions. Why it's happening? Ah, this is good question. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Already in the in the library market, there's a there's a dependency that specifies the version for that plugin. Uh, it's a convenient stop to to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, If it's a sub dependency, how how is it? It's the same problem for all systems that use package, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same with composer for PHP. Mm -hmm. or maybe maybe they, they will separate yeah, try to another find the um, the common point. Otherwise, put in versions. I think npm <laughs> does not like. Ask you to select one version, but it doesn't allow that. No, no, no. Okay, let's continue. JavaScript event. Even now, CS JavaScript. Okay, <coughs> like uh, for the webpack, right? Actually, if you guys work with the React before, it's a will be this like uh, the same concept with that one. You see in the React, right? They have a style on top, and then the component, and then the uh, the HTML markup, right? And then Webpack made for it actually because that guy want to do the body for React. Okay, go to the concepts. The core concept of the Webpack is a static module bundle. That's true now actually. Okay, for modern JavaScript application, modern JavaScript that means the JavaScript. Uh, the the new JavaScript they already supported the module, the module system, and when Webpack process your application, they will build a dependency graph with map for every module. But you can you know you can separate the bundle if you want in the Webpack configuration file, which will be next episode. It will be like uh, development bundle and uh... yeah, like uh, for the development mode, they will build with a separate file. And be the source map something, and then for the live version, config on your on your configuration file. And then if for production, it should be bundled with the uh, minimized GCP. Before we go through the concept, uh, the, the core concept of the webpack is entry, output, loaders, and plugins. This coding is the structure of the Webpack. Let's talk about the first one, entry. This this code it will be inside the configuration file for Webpack. It's only one file we put on the on the our project. For when, when you want to build something, right? You have to to tell it first where the file you want to to make about it. This is the entry. The entry is they have it, even the entry you can separate it with the array or the object. That means sometimes you input this file. And uh, maybe another another directory like a uh, like a this project have a sub project right? But you want to import and bundle separately. You can you can prove it and make it to minify. Like a uh, this index JS need to import this module, and another uh, index two JS need to import another module. You do separately. You can minify, and then when when it's output, it will output to version three. 
for the entry, many things you can configure in the configuration. This, uh, this is the concept for the example for today. But for next episode, will be it's a long story for this one. Okay. And the output, yeah, like like a name where you want to output. When you send the input, right, like an entry, okay, I want to watch this file, or I want to bundle this file, and then I want to input to here. We tag bundle.js. You can set file name for the name of the your bundle name. Yeah, sure. It's a, a lot of long story with the output for next time, next episode. The output is we go to the disk directory. But we can change the name of the directory if we want. But normally, by default, we use the, the disk folder. Like uh, if you go to some plugin for now, and you'll be happy with this. Loaders. Okay. Webpack understand only JavaScript file. And for the loaders, it's allowed to Webpack to proceed with uh, another type of file. Okay. Webpack is only JavaScript. TypeScript? They don't know. CD? They don't know. JSA? They don't know. But we then we may have loaded kind of like plugin. I don't think this plugin is like a compiler for for that type only. Okay, like um, you want to you want to um, you want to compile the TS file, right? You you tell the webpack okay this file type you have to use this loader and see and to the dependency graph again. everywhere dependency graph everywhere. So example, we have test. And use no. actually more than this. This one just for for basic. So the test is that mean that identify which file of of I should be uh, transformed. Like um, okay, the TS I will use the bubble order, right? Just tell them if you find the TS before you button, you you should use the bubble order to compile to normal JavaScript, and then make the uh, dependency graph something maybe do it and then if CSS right we can do a rules test find the CSS the CSS uh, with the brackets and then use the CSS loader or SAS loader or less loader or something whatever this is a loader used a lot in the webpack configuration file next is plugin yeah sure sometimes you have you need to use some plugin to make the thing fancy, like a when loader um, use for transform the type, right? Okay, plugin perform wide wider range for tasks like a button optimization. Let's see this one. Now um, this one use a HTML webpack plugin, right? Plugin on the webpack we have what what they say. Um, sorry, they said the. Uh, the plugin interface is already come with the the uh, webpack. Actually, it have they have a lot. Uh, you can you can go to the webpack website. Yeah. So it's come from webpack, right? When you require webpack, you can use the the plugin directory. Um, I will show you the page once again. But sometimes if you want to write your own plugin, it's okay. Something like this. Why don't find it anymore? Actually, they have the the list of the plugin that you can use without import from APM is come with the webpack already. So like this, you see um, this this plugin right after we find the text and then we we compile it, we use this plugin to pack the HTML. It's like a they will make the clap on the HTML and put to the JavaScript file everything in, in JavaScript again. 
It's like a react, right? CSS, JavaScript, and then HTML, grab it together, build it. So it's many, many a lot of plugin like a the plugin for it extract SAS from JavaScript, the plugin for you know read the file name, write the file name is a, a lot of thing. The next episode, but I don't know which one we talk about that one. Okay, and then mode in the webpack they have three mode. First mode is production, production, production. It will build you in at the GCP for the JS file. It will be um, do everything that they can and make it smaller, and then you can use this use this really fast on your website. Your performance mode uh, development in mode development you can use the server dev server to watch it. You have the you have the source map to see when you um, when you inspect in the web browser. You can you know which line of code you want to fix. And then another mode is mode none. Nobody uses it. I don't know why they have mode none, but I will not talk about it. So let's say we have two of this one in production and uh, development. But now, if you for the the new webpack is webpack four. If your configuration file of webpack, you don't you don't uh, tell them the mode if you default to production. Let's talk about browser compatibility. Webpack. Support a browser that's an ESC-compliant. Com so why? Because Webpack need to promise for import in the bundle.js, right? They need to import, try to find the, the graph dependency, try to find another dependency with the string connect and promise. Yeah, for sure. The, this one, not support. But someone use it? I don't know. I don't think we use it anymore. Yeah, but it's not a big problem for us actually. For the client too, because IDA and below, no one uses it anymore. We can say the compatibility with all the modern browser, and if you don't have it, and you have to use it, right? You just go to the file polyfill or something to make it work. Okay? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Okay, thank you guys for Webpack, the concept, the basic concept, and uh, thank you. That's it. See you in the next episode. Yeah. Question, what, is, what is polyfill? I'm not a polyfill. So I have no idea what it is. Ah. Why do you want to know? Oh, I don't use the idea anymore. Okay. This one I'm no can explain. I'm really doubting. Okay, I'm like, what's it? Uh, <laughs> 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 polyfill is like, when, when, uh, you want to use a new feature in browser, like, new feature in browser, but it's, the browser, they don't support it yet, but it takes some time for, for, for different browsers. So, there, there are some developers that create, uh, mostly JavaScript library, or they call polyfill. Yeah, yeah, to, mm -hmm. to add in the, the, or to simulate the feature, the missing feature. So what, what you need to do is that add this, add this uh, polyfill JavaScript file in also the browser that doesn't support it, and then uh, eventually, eventually, the browser will kind of support it's it. It's like one polyfill or it's polyfill? 
depends on each. the teacher. Yeah, man. For each teacher. Understand? Hmm? Okay, thank you. So, yeah, last, last, last week we talked about um, Thai script basic, right? This week we talked about the webpack, how to work with the module. And next workshop, I don't know if if next week, next week nothing for workshop, I will talk about the JavaScript OOP as EP12. And then after the OOP concept, and the module concept on the, the next workshop, we will go back to TypeScript in the interface class and later. Maybe, maybe, but who may I do step in to practice our Docker workshop? Ah, nice, nice. Oh, the next two weeks for our workshop. And maybe, maybe next week. Okay, but let's see. Okay. Are you saying that you uh, put the link for the slide or the Slack link? Include the speaker note and reference, you guys. It's like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.